Max Painter with MX Electric with me today. Max, good to see you. Good to see you, Jim. And uh, we're going to talk today, gauges of wire. Now, over the weekend, I went in looking for wire for a completely non-electrical project. (laughs) But I noticed just how many different gauges there are spools they come in which you know i mean this was at a you know a menards so you know it's not you know a huge commercial like maybe you guys deal with but there's just so many thicknesses and gauges kind of break that down a little bit i mean is it the the higher the gauge the wire the more load it can handle exactly that's exactly what it is so like a normal um i'll say a normal house a normal house today is a 200 amp house and that requires a um number uh, or a two aught copper or a four-aught aluminum Mm -hmm. and uh, actually the inspectors kind of let that if you looked it up in the book those are a little undersized but for a house load you're never going to get to 200 amps Mm -hmm. anyway so they allow you to undersize that just a little bit i mean you're talking 15 amps maybe or something like that but uh and like a 100 amp would be a number four or two two Mm -hmm. odd aluminum and um but yeah in, in most houses just have number 12 romax in them and that's already three wires combined in a in a sheathing so it's easy to pull and you don't have to worry about it now we've ran into some houses where they've uh probably somebody's given them some wire from a commercial job <laughs> and it's just the individual strands and you'll go mm-hmm. in and you'll see people have ran that from uh, one outlet to another or something mm-hmm. in the wall and that is totally wrong mm-hmm. so <laughs> if you come across single-stranded wires in your house and it's not a knob and tube situation mm-hmm. you probably need to call an electrician mm-hmm. to get that fixed and so, so. The, the the single strand that would not be in the sheathing with the black white and it, together, it actually or... has a sheathing around it but it's not meant to be put in walls I it's see. meant mm-hmm. to be in a conduit or a or a green filled Mm-hmm. Uh, sleeve or something of that nature so when do you get into conduits so, because i don't know like in a house you'll run wire you know along walls when does wire need to be in conduit well in a house setting anything that's six feet or below um that anyone could grab onto or touch i mean even just grabbing onto romex that's energized is not going to hurt you but it's more susceptible to damage so i you know the I would say people always, I always envision a kid with a hatchet going okay. to town on <laughs> on that wire, and he could get shocked badly. Mm. But that's that's what we always need to be thinking of: is that anything that's exposed that could get damaged needs to be in a conduit. So, so, so does that count like an unfinished basement? Uh, yeah, would need unfinished to be basement. Yeah, as long as there aren't any walls up, and you just want to put outlets um, along the wall, we can just kind of sleeve those in conduit down mm. and put okay. them in a box and and make it all legal but if it's so. a, a finished wall and you're plugging in your tv well that, even if you have can... uh two by fours in your basement anymore i think mm-hmm. the, almost the code anymore it, to keep up with the energy code mm-hmm. a lot of basements anymore are getting studded mm-hmm. for uh, so you can put the insulation in there right and i'm not a hundred percent on sure but i i'm pretty positive on that note but mm-hmm. Um, so those walls, you could actually drill through the studs and put your Romex in there, and it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, the assumption is eventually you'll drywall it. And, sure. and with that little bit there, it should be protected anyway. Same with a garage. If you've got studding around a garage and you want to put Romex in there and you want to drill it through the studs, mm-hmm. um, again, I believe that to be 
defined and legal, but the minute it steps outside the studding, mm-hmm. then that's when it should be in a conduit. We've talked about GFI before, and speaking of garages, should GFI be in a garage? I mean, it's, you never know what projects you may be working on out there. <laughs> right. I mean, any time, I mean, code states any garages, any kitchens, any bathrooms, any outdoor outlets need to be GFI okay. protected. Um, this is where me and the code don't always get along right. because a lot of people have a garage fridge that don't mm. like GFIs. Now, everybody in the world is saying GFIs are fine now for refrigerators. I think they're almost uh, making you put them in um, kitchens now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, or the code states you should. I'm not for sure that the inspectors around here have enforced that that much. Right. But they are, they are requiring them on sump pumps. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. again, one of my big disagreements because... You just never know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, garage door openers in your garage, they're saying anything in a garage should be GFI protected. Mm-hmm. So we put it on the GFI, but if anything trips that and you happen to be gone, then when you come yeah. home, <laughs> you're, not gonna you're, realize you're it. locked out until you can. I mean, obviously, you're not locked out, Hopefully but you're inconvenienced. Yeah. Sure. You'll have to go around and reset yeah. that. Uh, uh, Max Painter with MX Electric this morning. A couple weeks ago, there was a storm, uh, came through St. Joe, knocked out. 17 power poles you know just south of town and uh had power back i mean myself i was without power maybe two hours 15 minutes um didn't notice any damage to anything you know the power just went out then it came back on everything else came back on a power outage like that can that damage anything electrical um when it just goes out and then comes back on or is it really a surge that is what is uh you you hear people you know unplug your tvs before you go on vacation right stuff like that on the storm part of it, I don't, as long as no uh, power was put onto a neutral or you lost one phase or the other phase, mm-hmm. I don't really think there'd be any damage um, sure. done. I mean, if you had any damage done, you could always contact Ameren. Mm-hmm. I mean, our local our local energy provider, Ameren. Sure. Um, but a lot, I mean, I will tell one story of, uh, in my... Brief moment of... My brief moment of fame. Yeah. We, did, we did a... Uh, um an addition for patch adams mm-hmm. and we were working over on his house and all his power went funky like mm-hmm. so the it was um you were reading odd loads and everything else and a squirrel had actually ate the neutral on the power line <laughs> uh-huh. and dropped the power line now they had a lot of things go bad and i don't think they ever did get Amarin to pay that bill because it was a freak of nature sure. type of thing but we were out there just scratching our heads of what happened to this power and then i just happened to look on the ground and there was a dead squirrel (laughs) and the line was hanging there it was the craziest thing Mm. but um uh, we got him back up and going well amarin got him back up and going and and i don't know exactly the long-term effects of that but Mm. i do know that they had some stuff especially when you lose a neutral that uh, funny things can happen because you're actually your voltages change you'll read like maybe 90 volts on one phase and 180 on the other one. So Mm -hmm. if you've got lights dimming and stuff in your house, I mean, that's another thing to kind of look for are sometimes overhead feeds are notorious for it, that sometimes that neutral will come loose or you'll, I mean, you could have the other wires come loose too, but the neutral seems to be the common one and, Mm -hmm. and uh, cause a lot of, funky stuff going on in your house yeah lights dimming you know sometimes you know we have our air conditioners going maybe you're noticing air conditioner kicks on maybe your lights dim something needs to be looked at right yeah Mm -hmm. and that's that's also could just be loose wires in the panel is what we always look for on that but you got to remember too some of these air conditioners are pretty big and if you've only got a 100 amp panel that's going to be a big draw on the system so you might get it just for a 
a moment mm-hmm. and then it comes right back on. But Max Painter with MX Electric. If anybody wants to get in contact, just give you a call. Give me a call, 217-359-7293. Nikita will take your call, get you on the appointment book, and we'll come out and get you taken care of. Thanks for coming in this morning. Thank you.